Good morning, everybody. Today, Bezat Hashem, we'll be learning Daftes in Maseches Nazir, which means we'll be beginning the second parak on the top of Tesamet Aleph. You guys have been enjoying uh, Nazir so far. A lot of similarities to Nadarim. Um, the Mefarish here is not Rashi. We're going to get to him right today. We're going to do a lot of Rush. The Rush, you see where the Rush is on the, on the uh, side column, the outside column. That, that's going to be very helpful today to understand this Mishnah. And as we've already discussed, Nadarim uh, and Nazir, uh, less, less edited uh, versions, but the art scroll went through the trouble of editing everything. So thank you um, to Rav Chaim Zev Malinowitz Zatzal and the staff at Art Scroll for putting it together. And let's start from the uh, top without further ado. Very interesting. Uh, just like we did with Nadarim, when a person ma- makes a commitment, a nether to Nazirus, okay. They have, we have to figure out sometimes what they're saying. They sometimes don't say it straight. We already saw in the very first Mishnah of Maseches Nazir, the beginning of the first parak, uh, if a Nazir is passing by, all you have to do is say, hey, right, I shall be. And you take on the full, right, the arise of responsibilities of Nazirus, which is quite remarkable. So here, the person says something different. The person saying, Hareini Nazir mina agrogos mina devela. Aha. So he's saying, I'm going to be a Nazir, but whereas the Torah says the Nazir is Yain V'Sheichar, right, is not allowed to drink wine and also should not cut his hair, etc., you know, the, the uh, hallmarks of Nazirus, then when he says that, uh, th- those, those are the hallmarks of Nazirus. Grogos and Devela are dried figs or pressed figs Figs have nothing to do with Nazirus. Now, the truth of the matter is, and this is really going to be shot in the Mishnah, already Nazir, Nazir, what does the word Nazir mean? So we already saw in the Pasuk of Nazir, it says, right, miyain v'shechar yazir, right? The word yazir means that you should abstain. That's what the verb means, Andrew. Like a Nazir as a noun, as it's almost like what we call a Nazir because of the fact that a Nazir abstains from Yain and therefore we call him a Nazir. So it's interesting, again, to note that what the person means when he says Nazir, it could mean that literally, I will abstain from Grogos and Advela. A person could say that, right? It's just, it's, that's just a form of, of Neder where he says, I'm no longer going to eat pressed figs. But that's not what this first version of our Mishnah means. Right? In other words, the word Nazir as a noun it implies all of the halachas of Naziris that we'll be discussing in this Masechta with the parameters of, of, of hair cutting and all the karbonos and all of that. Or you could just swear off figs. So what is he saying? So Bechamai Omrim, Nazir. Bechamai says, because he said the word Nazir, right, he, he doesn't mean right, the verb, I will abstain. He means a complete Nazir. Why, why, watch, watch this, uh, the first Mefarish on the top. Harini, see that's on the inside? Harini knows him in a gogos. By the way, well, how do we know this isn't Rashi? Uh, because on Daflamid Bays, he quotes the Yerushalmi. Rashi never quotes the Yerushalmi. Anyways, this is what Rabbi Kiva Eger says at the very beginning of the Masechta already, that this is not Rashi. But anyways, uh, who it is is um, unknown to me. Anyway, a lot of speculation. But be that as made, look at this first Mefarish. Harini Nazir, the Chema Dama Harini Nazir, Chal Alea Nazirus. He becomes a full Nazir. That's what Beit Shammai means when he says he's a Nazir. Everything. 
I the Amar minagrogos minadvela, but then he says minagrogos minadvela. What does that mean? Lo Amar klum. That part gets thrown out. Okay, so in other words, this has, his statement of grogos and dvela becomes completely irrelevant. He just becomes a full fledged nazir. Wow. Okay, that's Shitas Beit Shammai. Basil Omrim ain't nazir. Basil says he's not a nazir, and Mefarsh says he's not a nazir at all. Right, so. According to this first version of the Mishnah, the Machlokas is only over whether he becomes a Nazir, and it's like a zero-sum game. I, it's binary, Andrew. It's either yes or no. Nothing to do with Grogos and Devela. And the only question is, does the fact that he mentions Grogos and Devela, does that ruin the Nazir? Right? Do you put the, the statement together and ruins the declaration of Naziris altogether, which is what Basil says? Or... No, uh, you just, you take the first part of the statement, Hareini Nazir, and disregard the rest. That's the Machlokas, we'll see in the Gemara, what this Machlokas is based on. Okay. Now, Amar Rabbi Yehuda, and again, this is unique to Nadarim-Nazir combo over here. Rabbi Ari Lewitz, the great Dafyomi, points out, you'll never see this. Amar Rabbi Yehuda, Af Amar Beit Shammai, Lomar Elab Amar like Korban. You know, this is unique. Why? Rabbi Yehuda, inside the Mishnah, is redefining the Machlokas Beit Shammai Veshalel. This is what we'll call the second version of the Mishnah. So what Rabbi Yudah is saying like this, what did, the Machlo- what did Beit Shammai mean when they said, Omer Nazir? They said, Lo Amru Ella, the Omer Harea like Korban. When he says, I, it is uh, uh, for me like a Korban, that is a Lushan of what, Barry? Do you remember? Harea like a Korban is like a Neder. Okay, which is to say, what he's really saying, according to Vichamai, is, I am bringing upon myself, like a korban, which is to say, I am making a nether that I will not have dried figs. Okay, well, once you're saying that, that's he's reinterpreting the machlokas Vichamai and Basilil. In According to the second version of the Mishnah, the machlokas is not, does he become a full-fledged nazir or not? The machlokas simply is, is he chayev, right, is he usher to eat figs or not? In other words, according to the second version, the machlokas is about the verb nazir. I am abstaining megrogos Well, wait a minute. When a person says, hareni nazir megrogos advela, why would Beit Shammai says that in fact, he at that point becomes usher to have grogos and advela? Now, why would Basil argue on that? So the reason Basil might argue is because he used the word Nazir, which now that it's become a thing, right, now that there's a concept of Nazir, now it's confusing. It's a contradictory statement. In other words, if we knew, right, if we knew for sure uh, that, that he meant in the verb sense, I shall abstain from Grogos and Devela, then nobody could disagree with Beit Shammai, right? Then, of course, Nazir and Grogos and Devela just means they, like any other nether, right? You're allowed to make a nether not to have grogos and devela. But now that nazir is a thing, according to Beis Hillel, you've now said something that makes no sense, two contradictory things. Grogos and devela do not apply to the halachas of naziris. And therefore, when you made a nazir and a grogos and devela, you've made an internally contradictory statement and we're going to throw the statement out, even with respect to grogos and devela. But again, so just to review, the first part of the Mishnah the, 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 the statement was, Hareini Nazir, Menagrogos, Advela. According to the first version of the Mishnah, 
the question is, does he become a full-fledged Nazi or not? Beis Shammai says that he does, and, and Beisel says he does not. And according to the second version, the reinterpreted version of the Mishnah of Rabbi Huda, the question is, does he actually become usher to eat grogos and devela? Nazi or not as a noun, but as a verb, abstention. Does he have to take on the abstention from grogos and devela? So far, so good, Barry? Now we'll see, very interesting in the Gemara, dissecting, why would you hold like Beit Shammai? Why would you hold like Beit Hillel? How do you handle an internally contradictory statement? Do you throw out the second part of the statement and retain the first part? Are we going to assume that you meant that? Or do we throw out, how's the phrase go, Andrew? The baby with the bathwater? And the, do we throw out the entire statement altogether? Why would you say one or the others? Let's see. Says the Gemara. Nazir. So, Vamai, why did Beit Shammai hold that he has to, let's assume like the first version of the, of the uh, Mishnah. Why, why would you take on Nazir? He says, Nazir menagrogos midavela. Says the Gemara, Mikol asher yaseh migefen hayayin, Amar After all, the Torah says nothing about figs. The Torah only says wine. So by saying menagrogos midavela, he made a nonsensical statement. So why does that nonsensical statement work to make him a Nazir? Says the Gemara, Bechamai Sabi Laka Rabbi Meir. They hold like Rabbi Meir elsewhere, as we will see. The Amar ain't other moiti dvarav levatala. Barry's saying to me, he's giving me the eyes. He's saying, I remember this from Psachem Nun Gimel. That's right, Barry. We had this, we had this machlokes already, and we're going to review it in context, in this context. Ain other moiti dvarav levatala. What does that mean? Look, let's let's look at the look at the rush. Do you see it? It's under the Hagos Meharav Rajenberg, Peir Sharash, Kermeya Damar El Motzi Dvar Levatala BeErchin. Yeah, that machlokas was an Erchin. Person said Mishkalei Alai. Kama Rameir Omer Erch Kli Ze Alai Erch Pachos Ben Chodesh. Okay, Erchin means value, but really the values in the Torah are ascribed just based on age and and gender. No, nobody's really saying that that's your real value. That just the question with erchin is there's a maseches called erchin. The question, or some people call it arachin. Okay, the the concept is really when a person is makdish something to the base of mikdash and he says my value, so go go determine the value of a person. You can't really do that. So we have in the Torah already explains what is. What does my value mean in the context of hekdesh, right? And it just says, and that's age and gender dependent, right? What that value will be. But it doesn't really mean that's your value, Andrew. That's not your net worth. That just means your value with respect to that specific context of, of hekdesh, okay? But if a person says the erich of a kli, that never works because that's already something that's prescribed in the Torah. So the question is, when I, when I um, confuse my statement, Right by bringing in the erich of you know right so I'm gonna I'm going to donate the value of my car upon myself to the base of mikdash. So now you've said two contradictory statements because if it was just upon myself, the Torah already gives a value, but my car has a different value. So I've messed it up. I, I'm saying something that needs to be sorted out in order to make any sense at all. So there, a mayor says, "Ain't no demotiv var levatala." Forget about the fact that I mentioned my car. We'll say that that's just like a colloquialism, right? I just said it as a matter, as a figure of speech. But ain't, ain't, 
right? What we do is we sort out what he says, right? I made a statement that didn't make a lot of sense. We make assumption that this is what you meant and we sift out, right, all the nonsense that I threw into my statement and we assume I had intent that was normal, right? And we just, and that becomes chal, so to speak, right? We activate a normal intent that's assumed. That's for Meir Shita over there in Erchen, and that becomes a Shita throughout Shas. Ein Adam Aitzidvar Vlavatala means when you make a nonsensical statement, so now apply it here. Hareini Nazir Mena Gorgos Advela. So we know what a Nazir is if you look at it as a noun. And therefore, when they say Gorgos Advela, we say, okay, he, he, he didn't know, he, he didn't read the Pasuk right, he's confused, he doesn't know what's going on, but he means that he's a Nazir, and we throw out the second part of the statement, and thus he becomes a Nazir, according to Beit Shammai, because we hold like Rabbi Meir, ain't other mighty dvar of Levatala. Okay. But there is, in Shas, another approach. The approach of Rabbi Yossi. It says, Amar bigmar devarav adam nispas. Okay, the translation of the word is, um, a person is bound not just by the first thing he said, which would imply his intention, which is to say hareni nazir, but also gmar devarav. When a person says the rest of the sentence, he is also nispas. Nispas means he's caught. He's caught by his own words. What does it mean? In other words, we don't just sort out what he says and assume what he means and throw out whatever doesn't make any sense, but we take everything that he says into consideration as if he really meant it, and we can't separate out, right, the, the nonsense from what makes sense. And now, when we take everything into account, what we have left is one contradictory nonsensical statement that gets all thrown out. That's what bigmar dvarv adam nispas, which is to say, does, do we take the words literally like Rabiosi and therefore throw, and, and therefore if it's contradictory, throw the whole thing out and say he just said gibberish? Or, right, do we, or do we um, assume, right, that what he meant, that what he meant, do we assume what he meant like Rabbi Meir and throw out the gibberish? That's a very fundamental machlokas that really you could see why that would impact Nadarim and Nazir in particular. Now, it's interesting because we didn't really, it's amazing we didn't, we didn't really uh, hash out this machlokas as much in the entire Masech Nadarim as we're doing now. But anyways, they, right, because we spent so much time trying to figure out what each person meant, right? Sometimes a person, for, so for example, the different reasons why you could throw out what someone means. If someone's, let's say, uh, is making a nether against Mashakasa Torah, right? So then we'll throw it out. Uh, if somebody makes a nether and we said where what he's saying is nonsense in that context. So it's just fascinating. I'm just pointing out that we didn't see, right, Rabbi Mayer pop his head and say, no, let's sort out what he said in that context, right? And, and so it's not really something that you apply. I'm saying it in general terms. Do we make sense of what he's saying and sort it out or do we not? It's not applicable to every single situation. It has to be actually a very specific kind of formula where the first thing that you're saying makes sense and commits you as we see in, as we see in Erechen and as we will right, further see in Tamura, right? Because Rabiosi, the Shittas Rabmeir and Rabiosi don't necessarily right, appear in the same place. Rabmeir appears in Erechen, as we said, where we just sort out what he's saying. Rabbi Yossi really appears in Tamura, 
right? It, this is the, the next rush over here, where it says, Timurus Ola Timurus Shlamim. That's what we saw in Psachim Dafnun Gimel, right? Obviously, if you take an animal, and this is a mission in Timurah, and you apply it and you say that this is going to be an Ola and a Shlamim, those are contradictory statements. What did Rabbi Yossi say, as we saw in Psachim? right? That's what the Rosh says. This is an animal that's now, according to Biosi, you take both statements into account and you're going to lay it out to pasture. Why? Because you can't bring it as a, true, as a shlamim, you can't bring it as an ola. So what are you going to do? So now you have to li- literally, Andrew, lay it out to pasture until it, right, develops a mum. Once it develops a mum, you sell it, right? And then you actually have to do what? Yavi b'demea chetzya ola chetzya shlamim. Right, and then you sell it, and then you're going to, with its money, you're going to pay half of it for an ola and half of it for a shlamim. Well, that's actually astonishing, because that means that even though you made an internally contradictory statement about an ola and a shlamim, both aspects of those statements are going to have to be mikuyim. You're going to have to actually make good on both aspects of that statement and bring an ola and a shlamim. So that is that is actually uh, astonishing. The shita of Rabiosi that. We take everything that you say into account. We try to uh, pull it into, uh, make it into fruition. And it is interesting enough that that is actually brought into this Mishnah when you're making what we consider an internally contradictory statement. That we take the two statements and we have this application of Erechen and Tamura, Machlokas of Meir and Rabiosi brought into that, to that Mishnah. Barry, I would have just said, like Yerbi Huda, I would have just said, what do you mean? Why are we getting into, why are we splitting the statement into two and deciding whether it's a conflict or whether we just hold on to the one statement makes sense? It's clear that he meant it as a verb. But obviously it's not clear because that's, that, that, those are just two different versions. It's either clear or not clear that he meant that he's swearing off figs. Okay, so if you ever swear off figs, Andrew, don't use the word nazir. Uh, use something else, Okay. Because Nazir is making it complicated. Okay. Now, behind Nedar Fischo Imahu. Right? Nedar Fischo Imahu is just finishing up the statement of Bigmar Dvarv Adam Nitzvas. If you take, right, the whole statement as a whole, as Virbiosi does, so then the Nedar is being said simultaneously with its Pesach, right? It's not really a Pesach. It's just the, the Nedar of Nazirus, right? The actual Nedar of Nazirus. It includes in it a statement that is not Nazirus. And therefore, as the Rush explains here again, right, leaning on him heavily today, Havineder Fischo Imo says the Rush, Imaneder Amar Pesach Shel Heter, right? As he was saying the Neder, he was saying the Heter. Why? Vigile Lanu, he's revealed to us. She'ein Badaito Lidor Klal. He's revealing that he really is not taking this Nazirus seriously. Ki Amar Dvarim She'einan. Because he said something that doesn't exist. There's no such thing as a Nazir Minagrogos. So we take each statement and we say, Hareini Nazir. Oh, look at this guy. He wants to be a Nazir. And then he's Nispas, right? Nispas Bigmar Dvarov, where he says, Minadvelas. We say, okay, he's not serious. It's like saying, it's like saying, Barry, right? I hereby, you know, want to, I, I want to be a Nazir. Psych. Right? Remember we say psych afterwards? Or, or I hereby be a Nazir, just joking. I, want, I hereby declare myself to be a Nazir from chocolate. So, in so saying, he actually revealed that he was, so to speak, just joking, so to speak, when he said, right, I'm going to be a Nazir. Good morning. 
So the Gemara asks, now the Gemara is going to circle back. It says, wait a minute, Bishamai Nami, Neder Pischo Imo? We're going to try to analyze here. How does Bishamai not realize that when he says, I want to be a Nazir from chocolate, how does, he re- how do, how does Bishamai reconcile that? Like, how is he not compromising his Naziris, right? So, uh, as the rush, I'll just read this for you. It's really the first wide line in the rush. Right? In other words, what he's saying, an internally contradicting statement over here, right? Here, he's just explaining, this is not like Erchen. That's what the Rush has to explain. That in Erchen, right, it's actually kind of understandable because the word Erech means value. So you say Erchen Alai, it's more commonly used as value. But Nazir is so uh, obvious, right? It's, a, it's such a... Um, it's a word that's so indicative of the actual Naziris, uh, which is the topic of this Masechta, that it's very unlikely that he's using it as a verb. That's what basically the Rush explains here. In other words, why are we circling back? So according to the Rush, we're circling back because it's a really good question that the nether of Naziris, when a person says Hareini Nazir, after all, if you, all you said was, hey, you could become a Nazir. So if you said Hareini Nazir, there is no more right, classic formula to make you a Nazir than that. And so even though, yes, it's true that Naziris technically means abstention, nobody says that it, like that anymore. You, could, you should have used a different word. So that's why we're circling back. And therefore, we're, we're curious. Why would Beit Shammai say, right, uh, that, the word, that, that we throw out the second statement? Uh, after all, it sounds not at all like Erechen, like, like that we could reinterpret it and that that's what he meant. So therefore, the Gemara says, "No." In other words, we're not we're not disagreeing with ourselves, we're, but we're going to re-explain how Beit Shammai understands "ein other motzi as follows. Beit Shammai understands like Rebbeir, the "ein other motzi dvar nazir." And since he already said, "I am a nazir," havale nazir, boom! In that moment, he becomes a full-fledged nazir. And then, we're saying it like this. Once he says the rainy nazir becomes a full-fledged nazir, when he says, yeah, wait a minute, from chocolate, from chocolate, I meant the nazir from chocolate or from figs, then we assume that he's coming to do what? She'ela, to undo it. He regrets it, Barry. Right, he said a rainy nazir and now he's spooked himself out. Now he's trying to backtrack. And Bechamai hold, you cannot backtrack. And they hold, they are consistent with their own shita elsewhere. Because as you might recall, there was a machlokas on, and we're going to see the machlokas again on Daf Lamed and Bez. But we also saw this in Daf, in the Dharm, Daf Chafalef, which was when a person makes a uh, declaration of Hekdesh, he cannot take it back. That was a machlokas. We were fascinated. There's such, who could say that you could take it back? Yes, there's a shita that you can take it back. Becharmer says you cannot. And since you cannot take back, let's say you designate something as a carbon, you can no longer ever. You can no longer take it back. You can't write claim regret. Go to the rabbi and try to undo that. So 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 just like you can't do behekdish, you can't do it benaziras. The Rishonim and the Achronim discuss over here why is Hekdesh like Naziris, but as Balabatim, this is not so difficult for us to understand because after all, you know, Konamos 
is a lashon of nedarim, nedarim and korbanos. We already said at the very beginning of nedarim is very linked, right? And so we're not surprised at all that it's a similar thing, right? It's a declaration of right. I am going to do this, right? You're 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 just like you designate something for the hekdesh. You designate yourself. Right in some limited way, and just like we said that the word konam and korban are related, so to us it's not should not be surprising that a neder or a konam uh, should have the same halacha as a korban, and that the two should be linked. There are other links because the word kadosh appears in the pasuk of nazir. That's what the rishonim say. But be that as it may, Bichaim is going to say that just like you can't take back hekdesh, you can't take back naziris, and therefore once you said nazir, Barry, you've uttered the word. And now you cannot take it back. And so we're just, even though you said it in the same breath, so to speak, as it were, you've already committed to being a Nazir. There's no backsies. Good? That's the Shita of Beis Shammai. And that's how you explain uh, this idea of another Moitzi Dvar Levatala. As opposed to Beis Hillel Savri, Rabbi Shimon. Still holds like Rabbi Shimon. What does Rabbi Shimon hold? Ditnan. So now we're in the Mishnah in Menachos Kuf Gimel. And we have Rabbi Shimon like this. What happens? Well, all it says is Rabbi Shimon Poter. Uh, you wanna you wanna tell us what happened? So, so Menachos What happened was a person. We're gonna see this in on Ahmed Beis. Uh, they're gonna quote the Mishnah. But basically, just so you know what's going on right here. Uh, basically, um, when a person does a nedava as a mincha. Right, it's always going to be wheat. There are some minchas that are that are actually barley. It's the mincha of the sota. Uh, well, well, there's some karbanos, I should say. Right, the menachos. Menachos are carbs. So there's some menachos that are uh, barley. That's the one of the sota, and also the omer, famously, right, the korban omer. So those are the carbs that are barley. But everything else is is flour. Wheat flour was considered more. Uh, refined and therefore more appropriate for the for the Beis Hamikdash. So what happens? Let's say a person takes upon himself a mincha of barley. So the question is: Is that do we make do we make you bring a mincha at all? So the Tanakhama there says we're going to make you. Yeah, you said that you're going to bring a mincha, and that's it. We catch you in that phrase. You're going to bring a mincha now. Just like right, this is the, just like Beit would say. Once you committed yourself to a mincha, ain't she'elabit. Right, And therefore, you're going to have to bring a mincha, and you're not going to bring a barley. Barley doesn't make sense for an adava. Barley only makes sense in the context of soto or korban omer. So you can't bring a mincha barley. That's inappropriate. It's disrespectful. So we're going to make you make a mincha, according to Tanakama, in Kuf Gimel Menachas, we're going to make you bring a korban mincha of wheat. However, Rabbi Shimon there says, no. Rabbi Shimon says, poter. You don't have to bring a mincha. Why? Because you made an internally contradictory statement and we throw the whole thing out. So that's what Beis Hillel holds. Here you said, I'm going to be nazir, min, agorgos, min, advela, an internally contradictory statement. It's a perfect parallel to saying, I'm going to bring a mincha from barley and we throw the whole thing out. So you hold like Rav Shimon. Why? Says the Gemara, you didn't make this nadava in a normal fashion. Almost all menachas are wheat. Certainly all the nadavas are wheat and therefore he... Did what? He holds, like Rabbi Yossi, basically, who holds, right? And therefore, if you put Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Shimon together, it turns out, she does Beis Hillel. You made a statement that on the aggregate, 
makes no sense, and therefore we throw it out. So just like when you make a declaration of mincha barley, right, I'm going to bring a barley mincha, just like we throw that out in menachos, we will throw it out in nazir as well. That's the uh, crux of shitas base hillel. Good. So now we turn to tesem base, and we're going to bring other versions, and this is where the editing comes into play, Barry. So we're just going to try to keep the straight and narrow on these on these uh, turbulent waters and see if we could make uh, keep keep keep, it, keep this boat from rocking back and forth with these versions as follows. I'm saying that our mission is not like the following version, the Tanya. The Bryce says like this: Rabbi Nassan Omer, Bryce of Rabbi Nassan, where he says, let's say a person says in, in that Bryce uh, again, Nazir Migrogos. Okay, so that version, according to that version, the actual question is that he's nadur v'nazir. He is bound by nether or he is a nazir. And Basil says he may be bound, but he's not a nazir, which is to say, according to this version, Basil would agree that he is chayev in, or aser from Grogos and Devela, right? Okay, so this is not like, it, this is actually, as the rush explains over here, Nadur of Nazir, you see the rush on the side, it's not like either the first or the second version. Perish Nadur Nazir, im amar lo yeb libi, right, lenazirus, ela shiyua like korban, heavy Nadur, right, the im lo amar klum, heavy Nazir. The Savar Karimer, Becher Rabbi Yehuda. Right? So, again, if he said, it's like Rameer, Ain Adam Motsu Dvarv Levatala, and like Rabbi Yehuda's second version. So, this is kind of like a hybrid. This Brisa is not like our Mishnah, because uh, according to Beit Shammai, it's like Rameer in the first version, uh, right? Where he becomes Nadur Nazir, he becomes a full Nazir. But according to the Basilel, it's like the second version of our Mishnah, where he is not allowed to have Gorgos and Devela. So you understand why this is not like our Mishnah? Because our Mishnah had two clean versions. The first version is just a question of whether he has full Naziris or not. And the second version is, it's just a question of whether, if you look at it like a verb, right, it's just a, according to Yehuda, it's a question of whether he actually is also to have Gorgos and Devela or not. Here, we have a brysa where Rabbi Beit Shammai, Rabbi Nelson holds that Beit Shammai thinks that when a person makes a statement, he, Beit Shammai holds like the first version of the Mishnah where he takes on full Naziris, and Beit Shammai holds like the second version of the Mishnah where he takes on Grogos and the, where he, where, where he has to take on Grogos and Devela. So it's like neither, it's like neither the first nor the second version of our Mishnah. So it says the Gemara, Beit Shammai, Sabi Lekar Meir, Rabbi Yehuda. Yeah. According to Rabbi Nelson, the Machlokas is like this. Beit Shammai holds like Rameir in the second version and Rabbi Yehuda. Right? Rabbi Yossi. Uh, and as we see, or like, right? So, and Basil holds like Rabbi Yossi. Now, some say the version over here is when it just says Basil holds like Rabbi Yehuda. So again, the, the Gersos here are complicated because it's unclear how we're going to put together all of these, all of these pieces of Bryce's with our Mishnah, which in itself has two different versions. And to make complicated things even more interesting, there's another version. So we see here, Barry, right, very unedited. Uh, uh, and it's kind of interesting to see, right, usually you don't get a, 
this much of a glimpse into what ended up on the editing floor, right? But here we have another Lishna, another Brisa that didn't uh, correspond to our Mishnah. Rabbi Nasan Omer, Bechamah Omim Nadir Ve'einu Nazir, right? The other version is the opposite way, where Bechamah says that he actually has to, this is going to sound like the second version of our Mishnah, right? Where he cannot have Grogus and Develus, but he does not become a Nazir. But it's just a question of whether he's usher to Grogus and Develus. Vesil says, no, he, he's not, he, he can eat Grogos and Devela, and he's not a Nazir, and it's nothing. So this is already straight up like the second version. But here we say, according to this, the, 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 the source of the Machlokas is as follows, right? Like in the second version of our Mishnah. And Vesil goes back to holding like Rabbi Shimon, who always holds, right, the Nadarim that make no sense are going to, in, internally, are going to be void. So that's also consistent with the second Mishnah, right? That's, that, that was the question in Menachos of saying that anything that's internally contradictory is going to be void. So actually that uh, is consistent with the second version of our Mishnah. Okay, really it's a machlokas of when you, this internal contradictory statement, are you going to be, right, Potter from Grogos and Devela? Fine. Okay, so now let's go back to that mission of Menachos, the, the sheet of Rib Shimon as follows. So again, the way we read it is we just didn't even explain what Rib Shimon said, and now we're going to actually read that Mishnah in Menachos in full. You'll find this in Menachos Kuf Gimel, seven lines down, non Hasam, Haomer, Hare Alai, Minchal Saorim. So here we go. Person, right, is committing carbs, a carb korban, putting the carb in korban in to the base of Mikdash, but he's actually volunteering sa'or and barley. So the Tanakam says, Yavi minachitim. He has to bring flour, uh, fine wheat flour, because that is how those carbs are brought, with the rare exception of the Sota and the Omer. And therefore, we just take the first statement and we throw out this fact that he said sa'orim. What if he said kemach, ordinary flour, Yavi solis? No, you have to bring fine flour. So again, according to Tanakama, anything that you said, we're going to readjust and we're going to force you to bring, we're going to obligate you to bring the mincha. Shalom levona. How about if he says, I'm going to bring it without the oil and the spices? Well, of course you have to bring those. That's also, again, anytime you say, I'm going to bring a mincha and then you modify it in a way that's not a thing, that's not, that's other than the way the mincha is going to be brought, we're going to throw out that modification and we're going to obligate you to bring the mincha. Right, the Mishnah says you have to bring the Shemel Vona, even though you said you wouldn't. Chazi Isaron, bring a half Isaron. That's not a thing, Barry. You have to give a full unit. You don't, Yavi Isaron Shalem, right? You have to bring a full Isaron. Isaron Machza, what about Isaron a half? So even though you bring one full unit, no, all the units have to be full. Yavi Shnaim, therefore you have to bring two Isarons. And however, the Mishnah concludes, Rabbi Shimon Poter, Shalois Nadev Kedarechamis Nadvim. Rabbi Shimon says it's an eternally contradictory statement. That's not the Derechamis Nadvim. And therefore, we throw out the entire statement. This is the source of Bashitas Basilel, that when you make an internally contradictory commitment, we're throwing out the commitment. We're not going to commit you to it. As opposed to the Tanakama, it's more like Bachama who says we're going to commit you to it, and then we're just going to throw out the part of the commitment that is contradictory. So let's study the Tanakama. My Tana, the Chiyama Hare Alai Minchamina Saorim, maybe Minachitim. The Gemara is perplexed. He said, I'm going to bring a Minchav Saorim. So how did, it comes out. Funny, right? That's what he said he's going to bring. And so why are we making him bring from the chitim? He didn't say he's commit to that. Says the Gemara, Yeah, this is a controversy, right? Between the machlokas shnuya, the machlokas that we already mentioned. And therefore, this is just a reflection in Menachos of the Shittas Beit here. 
Right? Didn't Beit Shammai say in our Mishnah that when a person says, that he becomes a Nazir? So to here. Right? So just like in our Mishnah, you make a statement, we take the original statement seriously, and then we'll say, oh, you say Minasa'orim, it's as if you're trying to back out from bringing the Mincha. We're not going to let you back out. You have to bring a Mincha with all of the accoutrements, right? It has to be the fine flour, it has to be the oil and the frankincense and all that. Just like we say that we have to become a full-fledged Nazir by us, we're going to say that you have to bring the full Mincha by them. Rabbi Yochanan says, no, you could explain that Mishnah Menachos even according to Basil as follows. Rabbi Yochanan Amar, Afilu the Mishnah over there, Menachos, is speaking of a unique case. In that unique case, he actually, after he says, Minasa'orim, they, the rabbi whispers in his ear, um, that's not a thing. Mincha Minasa'orim is only for Sota and for, uh, for the Omer. He said, oh, I didn't know. Ah, oh, so now, Basil will accept it. Why? Because that... It could be that Basil, even though over here, will throw out the Nazirus, it could be that he would agree with the Tanakama uh, in Menachos because that's a believable cl- claim. Because after all, he knows, the only Korban he knows is the Korban Omer, right? Let's say. And so he thought that, that barley, Korban Menachos of barley was a thing. So since then, that's what the Mepharshim explained, that maybe there it's more believable because Menachos and barley actually is a thing in some rare cases. And therefore, that is why we will take his statement seriously in that context, and that's why Basil would agree even there. So it's a question whether our Mishnah and the Mishnah of Menachos are exactly parallel or not. According to Rabbi Yochanan, they're not necessarily, and therefore even Basil would agree in the case of Menachos that when he says, here, I'm going to bring a Menachos Sorim, he will be chayef to do that. Okay? So now, what about specifying the wrong ingredients? That Sa'or makes sense, according to what I just said with the Rishonim. So Sa'or makes sense because actually that exists in some contexts. But you never make a mincha, a lentil mincha, that doesn't exist at all. And therefore, if, if he says, I'm going to bring a mincha from Adashim, we're going to throw the whole thing out. So wait a second. So according to Chizkiah, how is he explaining? Wait a minute. So if you're going to say, Barry, that the Mishnayis and Menachos and Nazir are parallel, so then it doesn't matter what you say. You could say, right, gummy bears after you said, all right, I'm going to bring a Mincha. You're, all you're trying to do is back out. We're not letting you back out, right? Because we're going to catch you with your first statement, right? Uh, that ain't right? And therefore it shouldn't matter whether it's a Dashim or a Saorim. The Kami Beishami have Nazir. And in our Mishnah, Beishami says that he is a Nazir. So the Gemara explains, wow, Hada Beishkiah. He actually retracted it, right? And he says, you're right. That's true. We don't follow Beit be Shammai. Says the Gemara, however, Wait, why, why did he back off so easily? So Amarava Masnisin Kishise. The language of our Mishnah was problematic to him because my ear to Tani Minasarim, Lesni Minha Dashim. Oh, <laughs> he retracted because in, the, in, in Menachos, he realizes the fact that he says Saorim is not such a big Kiddush. So he realized, in fact, Barry, that the Mincha, the, the Mishnah rather, in Menachos on Kuf Gimel is not like our Mishnah at all. Because you can't say that Saorim is nonsensical in Menachos, because we do, in fact, have Saorim in the, in the Korban Sota and in the Korban, right, of Omer. And therefore, it's not a nonsensical statement at all. It's a plausible deniability. The guy said, I didn't know. 
and therefore it's very different. You can't have the same machlokas. Elasavar chizkia ki ke'amir beit shamari asam kirabi Yehuda. Right, that it must be that over there, right, when he's talking Menachos, it has to be the Rabbi Yehuda's version of Beit Shammai, and that's how you resolve, right, uh, that statement with regards to what he meant, with regards to the Menachos, it must have meant a more, right, a, the amendation going back, the amendation of the second version of our Mishnah, where the amendation had to do with what he actually meant with respect to the Menachos alone. So we'll resume tomorrow, Bezat Hashem, 10 lines up from the bottom of Tess Ahmed Bez.